Hi, I'm the comedian and quizzer Paul Sinha, and I cannot recommend highly enough the benefits of listening to the Promoter Mouth podcast. Do it now. Okay, we on. We are on for number six, episode number six of the Promoter Mouse podcast. Hello, Kai. How, how was your birthday week? Hello, Pablo. It was great. I mean, the birthday day was a little bit of a non-starter, really. I was on my own. You, you went for an Indian? Did you not go for an Indian? No, we sort of did that over the weekend. I yeah. had uh, we had an Indian on on Saturday. We had a takeaway from the Raj. Yeah. Very nice. I, I think we weren't really in the mood for it. Me, I had to rush off. You know, we went out for a few pints, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was running a bit late then. I had to get it back for my daughter to have some. Ah, oh, right. So I was running back with a bag full of curry. So after... F- <laughs> you, oh, you didn't eat in? No, no. We ended up bringing it back. So I, right. after s- several pints... You wasn't in the doghouse, was he? Almost, right. yeah. Oh, okay. I, I checked my text on the way back and it just said, run. <laughs> <laughs> so I did, and I was running with this bag, out of breath. Full of pints, got back, led on the floor for a bit whilst they dished it out. We got humiliated at pool, didn't we? We did, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't really trying. I was just, you know, all I could do was remember where I put my pint and put, put what tunes I needed on. Well, pool etiquette, I mean, when you we went out for a nice couple of frames, didn't we? And we were having yeah. fun just knocking balls around. Yeah. And then that bloke put 50p on the table. And he, was wasn't like, with, he wasn't with anyone. Why didn't he just leave us to it? Yeah, you know? yeah. And then yeah. and then I was like, oh, well, is it winner stays on? Well, it had to be, didn't it? Because he didn't have any friends. Yeah. And then what did he do? Got his own queue out from the cupboard at the back, uh, didn't he? Yeah. What a bastard. Yeah. yeah. And then thrashed us both. Made yeah. us Made us look foolish. But yeah, putting 50p on a table when two mates are playing, yeah. that's an ass hat move, isn't it? I think so, yeah. So leave us to it. Did the Raj have the heating on? I don't know, I wasn't in there long enough. Uh, okay. I ordered it. Did, I went, didn't I order it and come back and get Yeah, I ordered yeah, it, came back, went went it, back again. You would have gone in there. Maybe you, I, I, I always check. I like to do a sort of an audit whether or not it's got the heating on or not. Yeah, so... The so people sat there with the duffel coats on. Well, anyway, I got it, got it back here. I wasn't really in the mood to eat, so there was quite a bit left over. I had some. Uh, and then on Sunday, we had kebab takeaway again. Oh. And then on Monday, we had the leftovers of the curry. Living the dream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a proper triptych of takeaways. I, I had a Indian last night. I went to see my son in Lowestoft, and uh, we, yeah, we went to a, a Spice Den, I think it's called. Is that, is that the favourite? That um... No, no, the one that gets all the awards is Lowestoft Tandoori. And, uh, yeah, it's all right. But I, I really think people like it because they give you free stuff. So you order your stuff, and you think, that'll do me. And then he comes over with a big smile on his face, giving you, like bowls more food and I think it's lovely but like yeah. I want what I ordered yeah you know? you're pushing it yeah yeah yeah. but people love that people, I've noticed if you look in the reviews on about reviews again Karen, but like if you're looking at any reviews you go oh it's brilliant they gave me loads of food you know just give me what I've ordered well, and make it good when it comes to restaurant reviews it doesn't it doesn't matter how many good reviews there are that say things like that you'll read one which is like 
no heating. And you'll be like, well, I'm not going there then. Yeah. Well, fun- funnily enough, last night there was no heating. By the way... What music as- did they have on? Oh, they had no proper music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I couldn't tell you. Obviously, I'm not an official aficionado. Is that the word? Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. 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 I but- won't even be correcting you on that one. So yeah. it has been... It was a good week. And then and now it's Friday. Weekend starts there. And we're, we're, we're recording earlier than we normally do. No Saturday morning breakfast for us. Yeah. You've just come home from work. Slightly different mindset. We've both got a nice glass of red as well. You've got a busy weekend. Yeah. And I'm going to take the missus up the shard. Well, it's a birthday, isn't it? Well, it yeah, is. she, she likes. Do you think? It. Yeah. <laughs> do you think she likes being taken up the shard? She likes me to take up, up the shard on a birthday. In fact, we both like for me to take <laughs> her up the shard on a birthday. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. We, we're going there and we're staying in a, a travel lodge in in a city somewhere, and we're going to this Marco Pierre White Steakhouse. Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah. So it should be nice. Um, he doesn't work there, does he? I don't know if he does. I, don't, I, I hope he does. I don't really... I, I always thought he was a bit of a knob. Do you think so? Yeah, it comes across as a bit of a knob to me. Well, maybe. Like, yeah. I, I think any any chef that does all that shouty stuff, I think, you know, leave it out. Is he a shouty one? Yeah, yeah. And he's all about... like every, He wants to tell you his rags to riches story every time you sort of look at him. He's a bit I mean, I, mean around, I don't know if yeah. that's because people are asking and it's an interesting story. Just so to be fair to him. Uh, I, you know, he might actually be an all right bloke, but the the perception that I've got from telly is like, oh, bore off, mate. Yeah. Just, just, just cook the food. Yeah. He he sounds like a bastard. He does. It, well, old chefs, that cultural sort of bullying. Anyway, I've been listening to other podcasts, Kai, just to sort of gauge where we are. And uh, I've made some interesting observations. One is, right, we gen- gently back and forth and we allow each other to talk. Well, occasionally we talk over each other. Um, but other podcasts, it's like, you know Radio 1? when yeah. I, mean, I haven't listened to it for years, but when it was a big sort of a, a wacky kind of party first thing in the morning, it's a lot of riffing. Because yeah, like, yeah. I think it's because it's a lot of comedians, and, and all they're doing is riffing on shit. It's almost like, yeah, they're, they're on duty, and they've got to get it out of their system there and then, rather than yeah. wait and say, well, this is a funny thing. They they interrupt and oh, I've got something to say about that and interrupt yeah, yeah. each other's stories and things like that. Exactly that. Yeah, and you, you, you listen. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been listening to some really popular and successful podcasts, so uh, they're definitely doing something right. But for me, I think it might be my age. I mean, I mean, I stopped listening at Radio One because I can't stand listening to like the news with like a. A music in the background. I don't, or, or, <laughs> or is it because we we're not fast enough thinkers to think of anything funny to interrupt each other with? No, no I think no, we're setting the standard for for good quality listening. I think fast. I just can't convert it to sort of coherent words. <laughs> <laughs> and when we said it before, like we, we're not we're not comics, are we? You yeah. know, we're not professional comics. So we we uh yeah we we do what we can. I like to think we've got like that gap in the market where. You know the Radio Four gap, where uh, you've got content, proper content, but you haven't got somebody really needy trying to riff and give you like their, you know, their their instant best quip. We might have to come back to this um, in a in a if we're still doing this in a year or two's time to see how it's evolved. We might be complete shits and just constantly trying to be funny. Could we be. might have run out of well, ideas. Do you know what? I listened to one podcast. I listened to the first ever episode, right? I'm not going to say which one, right? Even though it is out there. But I listened to one, and then I listened to the latest one, and there was a year between them. 
and one there were, there were two people right uh, one is, is a comic and a non-comic and the first one the comic was talking all over the non-comic and actually the non-comic I thought uh, I just wanted to I just wanted her to get to finish a sentence uh, and but by the time we got to episode 50 they were both riffing and they were both talking over each other and whatnot so yeah I, but that's only a two episode sample yeah yeah well, there you go. No, it's nice. A lot of the people that have commented, so they just kind of, it's just a couple of blokes chatting, just having a chat. Yeah. And that's, what, that's kind of what it is. Um, and we, we, we are grateful for people still listening. I think that's why they are listening. Honestly, I do. I think that's what we've got to offer. Well, people we? stick it on in the corner and just get on with stuff, and it's just going off in the... Yeah. When I say people, a person has told me that that's what they do. Yeah. Well, the people will... That's the beauty of audio, isn't it? You can get on with stuff. But we are still getting listeners. And and we we had a little bit of a jump in our chart uh, in our chart entry, didn't we? We we went from ninety one up to seventy five for a short time, and then dropped down to seventy nine. I think we can say if you're listening to this, you're actually taking part in something that's actually successful. So uh, thank you very much. Um, And and one big surprise was, and it's a big thanks to go going out to um, our listeners in Japan. That might sound like the oddest thing for us to be saying, uh, with our sitting here in a, in a in a Loden uh, office. Are we big in Japan, Kai? We are. Well, I'm big in Japan. Five foot six, <laughs> and we were number forty three in a Japan podcast chart for Apple Podcasts, um, and we were one place above James Acaster. All right. And Ed Gamble. Oh, okay. Their, their right. podcast, which is number one in the UK and in many, many countries, oh, is it really? it's doing really well. Right. Uh, but yeah, Good we were one place above there. So yeah, yeah. clearly, you know, Japan is doing us well. Obviously, my Japan connections are uh, the three people I know over there have listened, and yeah. that's uh, got us in the in the charts. The, the the other first for us this week, Kai, we got our first mashup. Is that what you call it? What's a, well, it depends. Um, depends what you're talking about. If well, well, yeah. I mean, it's somebody I know. It's not from a. It's not like uh, uh, from um, some some random internet person. Oh, is this the music they put? Yeah, with yeah. A, yeah, with yeah. our with our uh, so, so the format. Bit, the, the format that we read out. Um, Simon um, Simon lives in Loddon and he's a. He, I, I guess you can put him under under the banner of being a Loddon character. Lovely guy. Uh, he's one of these guys, much like myself, really. When he get when he, when he gets a bit drunk, he's full of love and butter, and uh, um, memorably, he, uh, he he I think was, I think it was actually in the old King's Head, and a uh, bit drunk, and there was a guy in there, and he was just talking bollocks, and he just come out with for out of nowhere, he come out with, "Hey mate, you got nice arms," <laughs> not meaning anything by it. But, um, yeah, apparently the guy took umbrage to this. So every time I see Simon now, I always tell him he's got nice, nice arms. Nice arms, yeah. yeah. So yeah. You, you must do the same. I, not in the king's head. I would never say that to anyone. <laughs> yeah, you, you think. He's a big guy, Simon, but honestly, he's a teddy bear. But, yeah, yeah. So so, yeah, so, he put, so thanks for that. We can't play it because copyright. Uh, we, if we can... Yeah. I mean, it was a nice gesture. We no, we we can't really because there's a everywhere I've put this out. There's a thing which says about third party content, and um, I had this when I was streaming with Twitch on Twitch with uh, with Tony Law. Um, we used to put stuff out, and they just blank it, and it, it just becomes an irritant. So um, apologies. You can easily imagine it though. So if, if I do the uh, the former, imagine sort of the beginning of the dum, theme dum. to the to the to the, to the <laughs> Yeah, something yeah. like that, isn't it? Should we try it? 
<laughs> shall, I, shall I do the format? You could do dum 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 Yeah, that, that comes in at the end. Uh, yeah, that yeah, comes yeah, at the end. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so, so, all right, I'll go. I'll go with it. Right. Two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each other's throats competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders, we have joined together with a joint aim of banging on about the UK comedy scene through the lens of living in an idyllic market, English market town. <laughs> Is that the helicopter that bit? It could be, it could be. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I ain't going on no pod, fool. Is that the one? <laughs> That's it, yeah. 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 I, lo- I love it when a pod comes together. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. That, was, that was nice. Yeah. The comedy rumours, forward slash, comedy shithousery. Weren't you going to talk about the brown sauce wanker? Oh, yeah. We've been beating off Danny Baker, haven't we, in the charts? You might have been beating off Danny Baker. I've not met him. I did. I did check though. You know, fair enough. It, it sounds like a good thing, but he hasn't actually recorded a podcast for two years. This is all old stuff. All oh, right. So we're basically competing with his, but basically his vinegar strokes. <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. No, well, that's, that's, not, that's not so impressive. He's is like it? 150, and we're up in the 80s at the moment. I um, do watch that quite a lot, and it, it is kind of a daily chart. So it, his uh, his radio program. Um, I found a bit tedious. I mean, he was a brown sauce, red sauce wanker. But what I will say for um, uh, what's he called? Danny Baker. Dan- Danny Baker. It's been a long week, <laughs> uh, honestly. Well, what I will say is, I've listened to all his audio books. I-, I was scrolling through Audible, and it- one of them had five stars. And I thought, you know what? He might have something funny to say. And actually, all his audio books are up there with the best ones I've ever listened to. Weirdly. They're fantastic. Just the, the way the the anecdotes that he has and and the, the way he reads them and everything else, yeah, uh, recommended. And he's going on tour with his sausage sandwich tour or something, isn't oh, he? Oh yeah, you can fuck off with that. <laughs> <laughs> Not listening to that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, comedy shit hours are we? Yes. Forward slash comedy rumors. Yeah. So it's so a comedy discussion groups. Um, there's nowhere really for comedians to discuss things, no groups anymore, because they they used to be a couple. When I first started out as an open spot about ten years ago, the comedy collective on Facebook um, was a discussion group and a resource where people would help each other out and and uh, they would discuss. Oh, uh, can somebody help me out? How do I get over my nerves? Or um, I I'm doing this particular thing. Am I doing it right? Or whatever. Um, but anyway, it sort of descended into a, just a massive den of dickheads just arguing with each other over everything and anything. So consequently, they they wound it in, they kept it going. It's got something like 25,000 uh, followers on the Comedy Collective on Facebook. So yeah, they tidied it up, which is a good thing, because I mean, I stopped looking at it because I thought that it was upsetting. There's a lot of damaged people in there, sort of kicking off I stopped sort of venturing in there but now there's not really anywhere that's a resource for comics so all the dickheads have ruined it basically mm. so that in itself is shit out there used it. to be the Chortor forums yeah but that's on that's that they they got rid of that it just became yeah. a bear pit it was a good place for finding gigs and just um, putting yourself out there way back now with going back to the early 2000s um, but there were sides of it which were absolutely riddled with just 
vitriol. Ill feeling and, yeah. and nastiness. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame there isn't a place. I mean, that if there is and we're not on there, we're maybe not being selected to be sort of brought into this this place. But if there are sort of online groups that we could uh, take part in, that, or, or we could recommend to listeners, then do let us know. There are loads of comedy groups out there, like for different areas. So you've got the East Anglia one, but then there's a Norwich one and there's a Suffolk one. Yeah. But I don't think there's a there's a major one where people go to that. I think people see that sort of uh, nastiness going on and then they go off and, and f- make their own group up and, yeah. and make it for them. So there are lots out there, but I don't think they all come together for any any you know any useful meaningful discussion are we saying that the comedy collective is a good place for people to go uh, now it is good yeah it is now i think that's a good thing to say because we want to get this on there don't we we, we want them to <laughs> no, stop they, checking it off they, they, they've happily said that we can do we just got to do it on the right day of the week which is either sunday or monday and i have to double check um yeah <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing more well, there are worse things, actually. I was going to say, there's nothing worse than putting than, than sharing your podcast with a group and then not accepting it. There are a lot worse things, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's not the worst thing. I mean, there's like worse. a war going on, Carrie. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, exactly. not all, it's not all about this podcast. No, I thought about it as yeah. the words came out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the, um, another bit of shit, Alzry, I've I know about because I've spoken to you today. Um, and, yeah, I'll let you take this one, Kai. Oh, my poster? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about it a few weeks ago. It was like, oh, we used to do a couple of podcasts ago. We were saying, oh, yeah, somebody used to take our posters down. Yeah, in and, and we kind of know who it is or who it was. Anyway, I was walking past there today. We took the dog for a walk, walked past the main notice board outside outside the Swan, and somebody has torn my poster down. And it would have taken some effort because I stapled the shit out of it. Right. Absolutely stapled the shit out of it, and they've ripped it right in half and left a little shard of it up there. I'll put the picture on on the uh, Promoter Mouse Facebook page. Have a look. I mean, it was really malicious, it, and it, it was it, the only thing that was ripped off. And yeah, I, I feel quite aggrieved about it because I just think it's unnecessary. Some some jealous fucker has has clearly uh, taken umbrage at me advertising the White Horse. Up the road in London. Yeah, yeah. You, you think you might know who it is. I, I don't think we should jump to conclusions. But can I just read out that your your contribution to the Loddon Eye Notice Board, which sits on Facebook, which we can talk about briefly afterwards. I don't normally post things. I don't normally wash my dirty linen, as some people do, on the Loddon Eye. Yeah. Uh, I usually we, we can get onto this because we can sort of we can we can discuss the benefits of what you posted as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So here it goes. This is from Shaft of Wit Comedy on the Loddon Eye Notice Board. Imagine the disappointment I feel when I find my posters maliciously removed from the public notice board. In brackets, it really did take some effort to remove. I have worked really hard through some of the toughest times to build something positive in this community. Shaft of Wit has supported a number of local establishments by filling them up with audiences from far and wide to eat, drink and be merry in Loddon and Chedgrave. If this was you, please keep control of your mean spirit. Laughter wins every time. Proper laying it on there, Kai. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. That's how I felt at the time. I'm, it, it was like, I know the person may or may not read it, but it's out there. And, and a few people have, have um, 
kind of responded to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people. And, and a few people have said, yeah, it happens quite a lot. If I ever remove one, it, it's out of date, and then I'll find a space. But um, somebody just ripped mine off. So can I just say, you probably owe whoever it was a thank you for ripping it off. Because if you'd have left it there, right, you would not have got 26 reactions so no. far. And it's only been up there a couple of hours. And the dialogue. And people uh, who... dialogue, yeah. big discussion. And you got to repost the poster. So at least 26 people have seen it. I would venture to say probably a couple of hundred have read it and not bothered liking it and yeah. they've rolled their eyes and scrolled on. Am I a master at marketing and I ripped it off myself? Who knows? Oh, isn't it? <laughs> is that what's going on? No, definitely oh, not. Brilliant, Kyle. I love it. Definitely. This not. is the Promoter Mouse podcast <laughs> yeah. with all the bit latest uh, promote, promoter tips. I'll yeah. do anything for a like. Yeah. No, it, it it's genuinely annoyed me because you know it could be the it could be the same person that was doing it before who was who was seen doing it before. Um, I never really took it up with him, but if it is, if it isn't, I'd like to think that um, you know things like this. Mm. may resonate you never know I used to post uh, I might have said previously I used to put comedy posters on that same notice board because I was in the air oh I used to take those for, down yeah I thought it was you <laughs> <laughs> I did think it, well at the time I bet you did yeah, yeah, well no. you, you weren't around at the time well you might have been but you didn't have the gig so somebody no, else I said it I would never do that yeah yeah we were talking, you know, going back to comedy, we've done a bit of local there, but going back to comedy, um, you know, we we often talk about open spots and, and up-and-coming comedians who um, send us videos and send us their CVs um, and what have you. Where, where do you draw the line between a decent bit of self-promotion, which is a really big part of what they do, and overselling, you know, over-egging themselves beyond their worth? Give us an example. Uh, um, I suppose a common example is where they'll 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 put down all the comedians they've supported, um, you know, and they as an open spot, you don't really support other comedians. You you, you just happen to be on the you same. just happen to be on the same bill, yeah, so yeah. they'll put oh supported, and they'll put a name, um, and it could be somebody uh, somebody maybe you've got an open spot. And how would you feel? You, you get Reg D Hunter, let's say. And you've got an open spot on the night with Reg D Hunter. Yeah. Are they supporting? Technically, is that one for the CV? Supporting? <sighs> I think supporting is if that comedian has selected you. If if you're new to it, you'll you probably think, why the hell not? I think I never did it, um, but I never did manage to get on the bill with some sort of some some people that you'd recognise off the telly. I never I never did that, but that's not in my nature anyway. But you still need to promote yourself, and I guess. When you're newer into it, you probably have difficulty gauging what is the right thing to do and what isn't. And what I do know is, if you are on the same lineup and you're sharing a green room with a teleact, that's quite intoxicating. Mm. Like you're buzzing, you want to crow about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You know, it's it's an instant thing. You know, um, yeah. When I'm looking at an act and I'm sort of trying to play like who's gonna succeed in this. I always look to see who actually runs it runs it like a business because it is a business you are managing yourself like a business and if you're as funny as fuck but you don't run it like a business but mm. you're you're absolutely killing on stage you're just doing it with weights on you know you you like you're sort of dragging yourself through but there's others I know and very often they come from professional backgrounds sort of minded like this and you can sort of tell 
that they're approaching it in a strategic and organised way and they're going to make whatever decisions they make throughout in context of them wanting to be successful. But off the back of, of doing exactly that, there are some comedians who are now doing, you know, 200 date tours because they've got a lot of online content, a lot of video clips on YouTube, the channel's doing well, they've got podcasts. Mm. You know, I'm talking about the, the Liverpool boys, the hot water. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely killing um, it. And, and the... they, they've all got tours off of it, really. Um, yeah, they're yeah. doing so well. And that's well, the power of social media when you use it right. And yeah, and and I will say, those Liverpool boys and up in the northwest, there's a few of them. Yeah, they're not just running their own... They're not, like, just the CEO of their own comedy business, their own personal comedy business they're funny as fuck as well which you know if you get both if if you're undeniable as well as running it properly you're reliable you're a pleasure to work with it's, if it's a career treat it like one i've had open mic spots i arguably you know they're, they're breaking through to sort of paid middle spots or whatever um who have organized themselves gigs as part of a, a tour of of countries I've, you know it's almost like going backpacking but getting gigs yeah. here there and everywhere um, calling it a world tour. Now, I yeah, don't know if yeah. that's tongue-in-cheek, <laughs> but it was genuinely, you know, a world tour kind of yeah. campaign. Um, and I, I thought that was a bit of a stretch. Um, and it became a bit of a running joke. But I think for that person, maybe, um, that was quite a serious kind of, um, yeah, a yeah. serious stripe. I mean, you, you've got to encourage yourself as well. And so I can sort of see why they're doing that. And also, they're not just trying to impress the comedy industry. They're, they're also trying to impress, like, anti Mar- Marjorie is also on their Facebook going, oh, ah, Stephen's a comedian. Well, you I'm know. guilty of it too yeah. as well. Um, I, I did a gig uh, way back, early 2000s, in Japan. Right. And I've actually got a video clip of that gig. And I, I was watching it earlier and I've, it, it's awful. Wow. It, honestly, I'm not even saying it just... And, and if you watched it, it wouldn't be a case, oh, no, that's not too bad. Don't, you know... Don't talk yourself down. It is terrible. Um, but towards the end of that gig, I did say to the audience, it doesn't matter that you didn't find me very funny because from now on, I'm an international comedian. Yeah, right. And, and so I was for a while after that. You know, I felt like an international comedian, but I was terrible. Yeah. I went to the... It, it was an English-speaking gig um, in Rapongi. I got there and there were probably four English speakers there who had brought all their Japanese friends because it was it becomes some sort of like let's hear the English guys talking club um that's how it felt anyway one of the guys there who's sadly he's passed away now but he was quite a figure in English speaking comedy out there his name was his stage name was Cloudy Bongwater Australian right now if you look him up he's out there but um he's not with us anymore but uh, he was quite a character so he was kind of connected to the club Anyway, even uh, after the gig, he had to... Uh, I... Cloudy Bongwater sounds like a made-up name. I would use for a comedian that we can't name. <laughs> it is, yeah. Anyway, Herbies. when the guy came to pay me, it was a paid gig. It was only a, you know, um, a few thousand yen. I could tell, and I, I, I could tell he was really didn't want to pay me. You know, yeah. it was like I did not deserve to be taking money off of him. Yeah, and yeah. I, I remember the look in his eyes as he sort of handed it across. It was almost, you know, the begrudgingly resent- resent- giving it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Y- years ago, in a different life, um, as sort of been discussed briefly on this podcast, um, I was in a band, and the band, which you can hear, what you've heard at the beginning, you'll hear at the end. We pl- played a gig in London, and we played with a. Uh, and we supported a band who were, we were told at the time, number one in Japan. 
And and we got the gig because basically I bullshitted and said we had a two hundred strong following. We'll pack it out, mate. I was saying this to everybody. It was only about twenty five, and uh, yes, he's brilliant. Come along. We were all right. We were good. We bought about six people, and the guy was livid, absolutely livid. <laughs> and he made us all stay to form some of the crowd. So this number one band in Japan, I think they were a Led Zeppelin tribute band. And they were really good. Like, we just got hammered and just danced about. <laughs> but the bloke was really, really, really upset. You'll never work here. I'll tell everybody you're a bunch of shits and all the rest of it. What did oh, you do wrong? Like, well, we turned up with no audience. Oh, the reason we got the support <laughs> slot for this number one band is because we said that we had like, oh yeah, we got massive. <laughs> so it, it was a bringer. It was effectively a bringer, but like, yeah, but you know, but I mean, I was naive at the time. Like, you know, I, I, I thought you had to bullshit to get somewhere, which is why you've got comics bullshitting to get somewhere. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, I can I can totally relate to it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not blaming you for anything that you say open spots yeah in fact you know say whatever you like we like reading it yeah. yeah let's move along to um parking like a twat in Loddon and chedgrave i mean we talked about our, our poster removal that that might have come in here but um yeah if anyone is listening who removes posters just please stop well i won't go on about this uh, um for very long bungay is a small market town how do you say it i call it bungay Am I saying it wrong? <laughs> I, I must admit, it, when the first time I saw it, I thought it was called Bungie. And I thought, yeah. that's, that's right out there. Bungie. I call it, it Bungie. Oh, I think I've been pulled up on this before. I don't know, Bungie, I don't know. That's... I, I call it Bungie because that's what's written down. But anyway, it's Bungie, right? Okay. Well, in Bungie, there was a piece written in the, I think it was the EDP, by our friend Bruno, who uh, put us in the Bruno. EDP. Who put us in the EDP last week. Um and basically, uh, Bungie, or Bungay, it is the town in the UK that has the highest per capita number of Satanists. Is this a fact? This is a fact. Well, according to the uh, Bruno in the EDP. My God. Have you been to Bungay or uh, Bungie? I, I have been there, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's remarkably not Satanist. I mean, well, I wouldn't have, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, there. but that's what they're all hiding, aren't they? Yeah, maybe. What's the film with the, that guy? It's filmed what? in Wells. What? Got hot Fuzz? Oh, yeah. The, uh, the zombie Shaun one. of the Dead or yeah. Hot Fuzz? Yeah, yeah, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Do you want to watch... Is that the one with all the Satanists and the... Um, no, that's Hot Fuzz, No, isn't no, it? no. Shaun of the Dead was the zombies. Yeah. They look like Asda's in lower stuff but on a weekday. Hot Fuzz is the one with the police who uncover the satanic... No, is it? I don't know. Do you know what? I think I've got Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz sort of fused in my mind. It's just like... It was filmed in Wells. Wells? Yeah, in Somerset. And it's the one where they uncover this, yeah, this satanic... Anyway, is that like Bungie or Bungay? Bungay. Bungay. <laughs> I mean, there used to be a, a newsreader. When I first moved down here, there was a newsreader who used to come on. I think it was ITV News. And um, it took me a little while to realise what her name was. but uh, And her real name was, I think, Cavill uh, Buncock. I think, I think that was that was her name. 
But the first time I saw her and she introduced herself, I spat my tea out because oh, no. hi, I'm Carol Bumcock. <laughs> Listen, if you are if you are listening to this from Bungie, um, and you are a Satanist, or, or, or you're Carol Bumcock, or yeah, or you're <laughs> Carol Bumcock, um, if you if or if you know her, um, if you are a Satanist, to get in touch, let us know. Um, let us know what you get up to, yeah. and the way you do it. Or if you're not a Satanist, then also get in touch. Anyone, just get in touch. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, what else we got down in it parking like a twat here? We've I'm, got... I'm sure there's more we could probably unpick about the Satanists in Bungie, but let's find. I, I, I think I need more facts. There wasn't very. It was a very scant uh, um, article. Um, we like Bruno a lot, and I love the fact that he's gone straight in to unearth the Satanists in his local town. <laughs> that is that is great. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure the Nationals are going to pick that one up, but anyway. <laughs> I wonder if that's what he's. I wonder if that's what how you do it. You you put stories like that and hope they get picked up. Yeah, you do. Yeah, is that the way it works? Yeah, that is the way it works. Yeah, and you, then you get noticed. I mean, maybe he's I'm, onto something. I'm liking his style. The only trouble is now when you're reading his bloody newspapers online, right? You 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 get whatever you last talked about that your phone was listening to, yeah. and a massive advert for it. But then you and then, then it's you, like, and it, and then another advert, and then another advert, and he's scrolling up and down. You thinking, yeah. how but, much of this shit isn't what I'm meant to be reading? You know what I mean? But what annoys the shit out of me is that when you click on a story, you get the headline, and then it tells you roughly what the story is, and then it repeats what the story is, then it tells you somebody tweeted, and then there's the tweet that they tweeted. And then they tell you what they tweeted, and then and you just get this repetition all the way oh, through. It's, it's annoying. Yeah. annoying. And, and, and the newspapers, do you want to block the newspaper from alerting you about shit? Well, yeah, of course I do, so I've got to click that. And then it's like, do, do, you, do you want um, cookies? Uh, I'd rather not have cookies, so you click that. And then there's a massive advert that comes up about yeah. fucking caravans, because you happen to mention caravans, and you... You click that to go away, and then eventually you're going, right, where are these fucking Satanists? Yes. Lots of swearing there. It's I'm, the wine. I'm, I'm, expecting, um, I'm expecting us to get some uh, satanic materials come up on our feed next time, after this. Yeah. Or, yeah. The devil's dildos. Maybe. That along with Bungay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm getting lots of... Uh, f- funny enough, I mean, even before we've talked about it, I'm getting a load of Bungay stuff on my... On my computer. Are you really? <laughs> yeah, before we've even mentioned it. Uh, yeah, all last night. Okay. Just bum gay after bum gay. Well, it, well, it only gives my you what you what you search want. Search history. <laughs> yeah. Other things that have happened locally, Paul. Somebody bought a toilet well, in the car park by the church. Did you know about this? I did not know about this. There used to be a public convenience there, um, and people were up in arms when they sold it. It went to auction. When you um, say people were up in arms, was 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 there a Lord and I post about it? Oh yeah, it was like, oh, we can't get rid of that toilet. Then now, now, if you if any visitors want to have a, well, they didn't say want to have a shit, but I'm saying it. Um, they've got to walk all the way down to the stave, down the, down the bottom of town. Oh, this is really inconvenient. Or you know, right, or they right. could go into any one of the four pubs. So somebody's bought it for forty grand. Forty grand. And they're going to do something with I it. I think they paid thirty-eight for it, and they've already been doing something with it. Oh. Um, and room—they've put a couple of windows and a door in. 
think it'll make a nice bar, but nobody knows what it is. A rumour had it that it was going to be a Chinese supermarket. Now, no. I, can't, I can't see that myself. In the middle of a car park in a London market what, I, what I like to do when there's an online discussion about these things, and I might do this if I can find the online discussion, I like to declare that I know what it is and tell everybody that it's definitely going to be a mosque. And that just means <laughs> all hell will break loose with all the bloody people that don't like yeah. the idea of having a mosque. It's good fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And you I can might, pick up some that. free shoes at weekends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by, by the way, you you mentioned uh, um, uh, Mr. Mohammed down the uh, down the Raj. Yeah. And you and you called him Prophet Mohammed because he doesn't give you poppadoms anymore. That's dodgy territory, that isn't it? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not. You, it's it not is. like I've drawn him as a cartoon or anything. Yeah, you shouldn't be making jokes about Mohammed. Um, no, it's spelled differently. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. All oh, right. I spell it P-R-O-F-I-T. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, but so it, it sounds the same. That's why the jolt worked. Yeah. 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 But I, I know what you mean. You, you I do know what I mean. If you're not careful, you get stabbed by a fat twat. That, that's what happened to Salman Rushdie. <laughs> a fat twat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't think I don't think they're going to be coming for me here, are they? Based on our podcast, uh, I, I want to. You're scaring so. me now. I might get radical. <laughs> well, this is the opportunity to sort of make amends. Yeah. In the contrition bit at the end, you can maybe. Maybe say that's so. that's why my poster got ripped down. Could be, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! It was, it was ripped down <laughs> by a fat twat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and now it's all making sense. Yeah. Yeah. What next? Have been in a pub when the Morris dancers turn up? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. If if you're like basically what Morris Kemp's dancers do, men or something, isn't it? Well, that's a different type. That's a different branch of Morris dancers. But they get absolutely slaughtered, and I've seen them at the end of the night. I mean, one. I mean, look, I'm not keen on Morris dancers. I, I I basically think that they should just stop. You know, just for a number of reasons. I know it's traditional and all the rest of it. But Bells and sticks. Yeah, it's like fuck off with all that. Not, they can't creep up on anyone, though, can they, to no, attack them? No, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. got all those bells on them. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never had a Morris dancer sneak up on me. No. no <laughs> Ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, let's go on to the next bit. Opinion whores. This bit, uh, in this section, we identify a piece of opinion whoremongery pervaded by someone else in the comedy industry. Katie Hopkins... Um, former runner-up of The uh, Apprentice, wheeling out a comedy tour. Now, she's a funny... Yeah, but she's had a bit of a, a career, aside from that, since then, hasn't she? Yeah. As, as a, a right-wing mouthpiece. Yeah, right-wing mouth... I mean, it's not even right-wing, is it? I mean, it's... Basically, it's just controversial. She just says shit that gets her attention. And, and then she sort of lays it on the back of this woke, anti-woke argument which is all getting a bit boring so you get lots of people going yeah i think that too because she says things like i don't think these immigrants should come over and dinghies and like you know that's is quite she, a nuanced um, detailed discussion to be had but she'll say things like that and then people go oh yes i'm really angry too when they live in fucking law stuff and there's no you know there's <laughs> anyway but is there, there's a danger though because she's doing a, a comedy tour and it's billed as comedy. The other day I saw a, a line-up um, with Andrew Lawrence, and she was on it, and another about eight or nine people I didn't recognise kind of maybe got the gist of what that gig was going to be about. 
But um, now she's doing her own tour. And well, that's a, that's a whole other that's... discussion. When do people become comedians? Because she's definitely not been running. As far as I, I know, I'm sure we would have heard about it. Has she been working for her stuff at open mic nights or, or you know? Mm. Uh, I don't think so. I think we'd have heard about that. I can't imagine that had been kept quiet. So, you know, I mean. She's selling out. Uh, some venues have sold out 800 tickets at, like in, within well, a couple of days or that's, whatever. That's, and, that's why she's doing it. And on the other hand, um, some venues have had her booked and then had a bit of uproar and cancelled it. Yeah, yeah. Now, is that. It's, I don't think it's a reflection on the venues having it there. I think it's more a reflection on who's booking them isn't it you know who's in charge because they're sticking up for it saying oh well you know we're we're an independent venue and yeah. uh, this sort of side of free but 800 speech. tickets that's a that's a good day at the bank isn't it yeah i mean i'd have difficulty booking her, even if she would just you know if she could sell me 800 tickets by sort of doing a middle spot for argument's sake she's got a huge I, platform I've... though in order to promote herself as a as a whatever she thinks she is mm. um and are people going there to see comedy or are they going there because they support what she believes? Or are they going there expecting more of the... It's dangerous, isn't it? ...shit she's been spouting? I mean, what I've just said about free speech. I mean, she could be creating the Munich beer halls of bloody this day and age. Yeah. You know, she could be. But, having said that, right, I think she's a... I've seen her on that. She was on the reality show Big Brother. and And she was on The Apprentice as well. Uh, on The Apprentice, everybody on there is a bit of a cock. They might as well just rename that sh- show, have a look at these wankers, because like <laughs> it really is. It, nobody comes out of there looking good, even if they are sort of clever. I, I saw her on Big Brother, and like she's been filmed over days and days and days, and I didn't pick up, just from watching her, that she was a massive wanker. She seemed actually like an all-right person. So, like, just from the Big Brother thing... Yeah. So in isolation, watching how she is, you think, right, so what's going on then? So what's going on, I think, I think naturally she's probably an all right person, but she's lent into some views that have given her a lot of feedback, fed her ego, fed her bank balance, so she's thought, I'll just do more of this, because yeah. she's doing what's made her successful. I got drawn into a, a clip online that she had posted or was posted with her in it. Um, it's on her channel. Um, the number of positive comments and support she gets is yeah. what's driven her to say, well, let's go on a, well, go that's on a tour. The, that's what the internet works. If, if 95% of the people hate her and just think she's a bit of a bell end, and she's got 5% of people, 5% of everybody behind her, that is a big purse. Mm. You get a big crowd of 5% of people. So that's kind of how it's working out. Yeah, but she has that. got a huge following. I've seen yeah. other comics doing it as well, declaring themselves right-wing comedians and whatnot, just to get that you know get get the uh, get the bigger dollar as well, they I reckon call we're going to see we'll probably end up seeing Jeremy Clarkson doing his comedy tour soon cuz he's got fuck all coming in hasn't yeah, he yeah well he well he writes funny doesn't he so you know i mean i mean the, the other thing to say about all of this though it does make a mockery of the uh, art form which is stand up comedy you know you can't if she's get, calling it a comedy tour yeah, or yeah. stand up comedy i mean it's not going to be is it it's just going to be her uh, delivering some lines that she's had probably honed by an actual comic and and directed and whatnot and and she she won't be a natural she she'll just be preaching to people who like the kind of shit she comes out with 
It might be brilliant. She's not going to be a comic genius. I tr- trust me, that's not going to happen. She'll be on Comedy Unleashed. She'll be up in Edinburgh. She might well be. She'll win. Com- she'll win the Comedy Award, and we're we're going to sit and go. The fuck is going on in the world? Yeah, what do we know? Yeah. Praise be. You haven't got anyone to thank today, have you? No, no. I've, I've had a my bits to hellfire and damnation. But, okay. But yeah, who you uh, got to got to thank? I wanted to um, thank uh, Simon at the White Horse. I know it's I know it's where I have my gig. Simon said, "Come on down," because he had a hundred people in there all wow. eating wow. on Burns Night, and I went in there and I thought, "Oh, it's going to be chaos in there." Went in and it was amazing. He had every table full, but he said, "Come on down and give out some flyers for the comedy," ah. which I thought was very generous. I know it's at his place, but you know it's too, it's a very separate night. Well, that's nice of him to think of you that, that in that way. Is that so? Bagpipe players down there. He had a little. Um, a, couple of people singing guitar and um, mic everybody i went around all the tables just uh, said oh, hello i do the comedy everybody was just absolutely lovely to speak to lovely. nobody was like oh you know piss off with your flyers yeah, not yeah. not that they they necessarily would but, but they're all full but of whiskey and nips and they were all full of whiskey they were all singing old lang syne and the bagpipe player came to sort of uh, put a full stop on the end of it the restaurant was rammed every table was full but such a good atmosphere down there. And, and it goes back to what we say about this community that we live in. Things like that don't just happen. Mm. You know, they, they, you, you don't just open the door and say we're having a Burns night. You build that community and a few familiar faces, but loads of people from out of town. And uh, amazing. So I want to thank Simon for, uh, A, letting me get in there, but also just for putting on such an amazing event. Oh, well, um, well done, Simon. Fantastic. Well, that, that's lovely to hear. But anyway, so we go to Hellfire and Damnation. Um, Are we keeping that name? Yeah, well, we are for now. We'll this is where we outline scenarios or, or things that have happened where we felt wronged. Yeah, or a bad thing that happened to or us. Something, it's a bit like Room 101, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. But one thing I wanted to get off my chest then, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do it as quickly and as succinctly as I can, was gyms in January. I, I go to the gym and I go to the gym all, all year. I know I don't look like I go to the gym all year. You say that a lot, but, but you're you're clearly fit. I, I, I well, I am. I've got decent stamina and I, I I I can run and whatnot. But I like to go to the uh, I like to go to the gym and knock out a five quick five k and get back to the office and I feel hundred percent better after doing it. But in January. I mean, you know, you've got to have your New Year's resolutions and I won't take, you know, I don't want to piss on anybody's chips. Um, but gyms become a pain in the ass in January. I mean, I was on the treadmill the other day and I was like doing a steady 12K. A young lad next to me sees I'm doing 12K and he thinks, oh, well, he's an old fat guy, so I'm going to do faster than that. And I could see him totting it up to 18 that's as high as it can go. I thought, right, okay. That's I've a never, sprint, nearly. That, that's a sprint, nearly. And I'd never seen him in there before. I thought, well, this should be interesting. And I, I reckon, probably, if I count to about 120 tops, and sure enough... He'll like, have, about, he'll yeah, have about a minute out of that. We, within about a minute, he's jumped off and he's clinging onto the sides for dear life, trying to work out which button to stop the bloody <laughs> thing go down. So, so there's that. There's a guy that goes down my gym, right? It, He's he seems to get some kind of kick out of being naked all the time. You tiny shoelaces, he leans over and you can see what he's had for breakfast, right? And he comes out of the showers, he hasn't dried himself in the showers, he'll dry himself Does he put his foot up on the 
on the yeah, like, on the stool he'll do that, like. and he'll do that thing. What's it called? The saw with the uh, with, yeah. with, with with the towel, and 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 he'll, he'll be there, and he um, there'll be like a pool of water beneath him, and a load of curly pubes floating about in it. It's, it's minging, right? And I and I've I've You've gone really up to zoomed in on that. Haven't well, you, no, I, I've tackled him. And and I said to him, physically, not not physically, <laughs> but I said to him, mate, look, um, can, can I suggest that maybe you dry yourself in the showers so we don't all have to step in your uh, in, in your pool? Yeah, and he started remonstrating with me, and so he's naked, wearing flip flops, remonstrating back with me. You don't hold any authority whatsoever if you're wearing flip flops and you got fuck all on, <laughs> right? It, it just doesn't happen. So yeah, so that's 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 the gym. I mean. That's, that's, that's not a world that I'm ever going to um, frequent, be upset yeah, by. Yeah, yeah, so that's 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 my uh, health, fire, and damnation for today. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm thank you for letting me get that off my chest. No, no, that's good. I'm glad. To, I'm glad you did. I mean, stop filming. Stop wiping your bollocks in my face. Yeah, yeah. That's the summary, isn't it? Pretty much. Look, don't be naked more than you have to be. I mean, it's just not nice. Anyway, contrition. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so this is the bit we apologise for things what we've done. And it's not much of an apology, this. It's, I guess it was more of a protest. But I was having a shower in the gym. And you know what? I don't know if anybody's ever done this. I thought, fuck it, I'm going to go for it. And I had a pee while I was having a shower. Oh, mate. So you've it, done all of that stuff there about complaining about other people's No one's going to know. No one's going to know. Everyone does it. I mean, I do it. If, if I'm on a campsite. This, this is what I hear. Everyone does it. I thought, I'm having a bit of that action. I don't do it at home, though. And I don't do it at home, not an animal. Well, how can I, how can I believe that now? You've, you've gone there. No, I tell you what, it was the first time I did it this week, and I thought, you know. So you're telling me that's the first time you've ever pissed in the shower? Yeah, yeah. Ever? Yeah, I've never done it before. How old are you? No, <laughs> no I, I, I'm not even going to start I, to believe that. I, I think it's disgusting. <laughs> yes, yeah. Everybody who ever uses a shower would think that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I thought I'd. Uh, you know what? I thought nobody believes you. That's listening to this. Uh, well, uh, I, I, I don't care. <laughs> well, I enjoyed it, and um, I might do it again. But um, but I, I am sorry. So, <laughs> what gym are you a member of? Uh, I can't believe you can. You've got the audacity to complain about a man drying himself after he's cleaned himself, uh, and then you go and piss in the shower. He's not going to know. He won't get washed down the hole, guy. It's perfectly hygienic. Is it though? Well, it's probably more hygienic than people's feet that have been in there. After you bloody stepped in that guy's bloody pool of pubes. <laughs> so is you the person? Yeah, but it makes him stink, doesn't it? That's uh, why. That's why campsite showers smell like the toilets because like they're the, basically the, yeah the build up of your crystals over time. I only did it once, Kai. Come on. All right, but you're going to do it again, though. I might do. It's liberating, isn't yeah, it? It was liberating, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I might do it at a different shower next time. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. So, what, what have you got to uh, uh, say sorry for, Kai? Oh, I got I got a bit upset with the uh, with the woman in the co-op the other day. Oh. I got the. I've been here for like nine years or more, um, and they were always waving this co-op membership card thing. Yeah, now, I've got me for Tesco's one, I've got me Morrison's one, but I never, even though I used to go in there almost every day, you know, get a couple of beers here and there and get get whatever. Um, and I eventually, when was it? Probably a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago maybe, decided I'm going to sign up for this membership card because I saw they have all these offers going on 
all around the store. It's like I've seen that one seventy five. But if you've got yeah. Uh, one pound if, if you've got the card. I don't like it, Kai. Honestly, no. Uh, you got to look at it the other way around. So, so if, if you're paying by a card and you're getting a four pack of beer, for, say for um, four, well, say six pound, but it's four pound fifty if you've got your yeah, got 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 your card. It cost me a pound to sign up to it. Yeah, right. But what essentially they're doing is, is they're stealing your data. Which I'm not that powerful. Well, they can have that, yeah. They're, they're yeah. Gonna, honestly, I've got a Google phone, so obviously they don't if really anything, care. If anything, they'll send me. They'll send but me information for, if, for AA meetings it's, or something. It's it's, yeah, it's the bureaucracy that I bloody object to. The, the necessary and if you don't do their bureaucracy, it's not that you're you're if 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 you do do it, you're getting discount. If you don't do it, you're having to pay extra. I signed up for it. Um, I went round there the other day. And I selected items that were in this offer, got there, scanned the card. Oh no, no, you've got the, that's not. You don't get the discount for that card. Uh, We've got another card that does the discounts. Uh, I was fuming. I'm going, what? You you're joking, right? And well, and she was going, no, you need the one that looks like the honeycomb, not the one that's uh, not the blue one. I said, but I've signed up for this. Who has two different cards? This is ridiculous. I used that too. I said, this is ridiculous. Okay. And then and, and she could see I wasn't happy, and I was holding her personally responsible you, for you, it and I feel bad for that because it yeah. wasn't her fault no, I didn't no, apologise but I did go out and I, I thought well you know it is only the co-op but it was just all the effort I'd been to to not get a discount it's a bit it really of a piss is. off isn't it yeah. but I think the golden rule is don't have a go at the minimum wage worker um, unless they're giving it the little Hitler thing there's well, some... I held her personally responsible for yeah, inventing another fault. card. It wasn't her fault, but it is—it's—it's it's, it's a proper take on. Yeah, but... I mean, all of it is. It's—it's uh, it's a bit of a nonsense. She... I mean, I did have one of those co-op cards, and honestly, you, it, it was a. This was before all the discount um, buggerance that they've started with now, but I had one of these cards, and you spend about—I don't know—about four hundred quid in total. Then you get like forty p back or something. Yeah. It's like not worth it. I had, the, I had the 5p off fuel the other day for Morrison's and I filled up my tank um, and it's not worth much, is it? It's about two quid, isn't it? In yeah, end, it's yeah. like, yeah. It was, I, I put about 100 quid's worth of fuel in and I got about £2.80 or something. Yeah. Um, or three quid. It's not worth it. No. Although I do like the, the Tesco's one where you just scan your own stuff and then literally walk out. You just steal everything. No, no, I don't. But there's always that. You always run that little gauntlet of maybe I didn't. Maybe there was something there yeah, that, yeah. that didn't get scanned. And then when they say we need to check your items, you're like sweating, thinking I hope I've done everything. It's like um, Midnight Express. Is that the film where you where the guy gets caught and he ends up in a Turkish prison? Oh, no, yeah, that's yeah. I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah. Good. This is going all right. Think, think. How do you think we've done? I think you've got a lot to cut out. I no, think, you always say that. But I, think, I think it might be evident that um, it's the end of the week. It's a Friday, and um, we've had a glass of wine. No, I don't know. I think it'll be fine. Um, I think it's it's worth mentioning that we are not um, doing this for um, anything but love at the moment. Um, however, we are going to put on to our thing a Patreon link, aren't we? And that's the plan. And maybe even um, a, a subscriber's link. Um, we're not expecting much to come of it, but if anybody wants extra extra stuff, um, we might put the extended version on there that you can listen to a bit extra. Um, what you won't be doing really is, um, is 
you know subscribing for a lifetime subscription to a, a, a podcast um, but if you want to support us out there listeners um, you're more than welcome to and there are ways you can do that and um, what we do is uh, we pay off our subscriptions and things like that with it and maybe get the odd beer so if you want to buy us a coffee um, it's very common. I can see you're sweating over there thinking, well, I'm not comfortable with that. No, but no, I When am. I was doing I, Twitch. Absolutely fine. When I was doing the Twitch stuff, um, we had Kofi where people could buy a coffee for you. You know yeah, that yeah. one? It's like three quid and it's like buy us a coffee. I mean, we couldn't drink all of those coffees, so we spent the money on other stuff. But yeah, um, yeah buy us a beer, whatever. Um, people are more than, I mean, for, for me, if people do sort of chuck in a couple of quid every month or whatever it is, um, we'll have to make it clear exactly how they do that because I'm not clear. But it, it, if at some point that they do want to do that, the main thing I'll be getting out of it is actual encouragement and that, that they want us to carry on. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, it's like um, Patreon is, is one way. If you go to the ACAST website page, which um, is linked on all of our things, um, you can see it there. Just have a look to see what it's about. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll give you a big old mention. You will, and until we get too many to mention, we don't want it to be an hour of mentioning people's names. Yeah, we'll do that on a Patreon show. Um, and over time, we might, you know, we might be uh, giving discount codes for tickets to our shows and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Stuff like that, little secrets. Yeah. I'm just making it up. We probably won't do any of that, but it'd be, it'd be, it's fun to talk <laughs> about, isn't it? <laughs> Um, I've got a gig coming up. We've got a new challenge, haven't we? What's this guy? I've got a gig coming, an exciting gig coming up on uh, February the fourteenth. Oh yes, yeah. Yes. So we've set Sorry. we've set it's, a new challenge. A yeah, you week. were you were bewildered then by that? You're oh, like, I was. Really? What? What? This isn't on the script. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we, yeah. I mean, my gigs are sort of few and far between. But I sort of go all in when I do them. But Kai, every month you you're at the london's comedy store yes helping direct a show there and you've got um can i say who you've got for the next you one? can because i'm really excited about it we actually it's an amazing lineup it's an amazing lineup but top of the bill straight there is one mr milton jones which is fantastic we we managed yeah. to yeah we managed to snag ourselves a milton jones which we're so so happy about i can't wait yeah brilliant so, what are you going to get Milton Jones to read out? At then? the very, very least, I'd like to think we'll come back with a soundbite, or you know, on a on a grander scale, if there's time, if he is hanging around after a sound check, if he does a sound check with us, um, might even have a little chat with him. Yeah, that'd be nice. It's always a challenge, and so I'll always keep you guessing. It's in a couple of weeks' time, but uh, yeah, you'll probably hear hear the build up for that one. Um, and then Arthur Smith in March. Got to get Arthur to do a voiceover. March the 2nd, March the 3rd, and I March mean, the 4th, he's with us. Yeah. And we'll, we'll definitely get Arthur. I hope so. I mean, I do like Arthur. I, I, is there any tickets left for that? Uh, yeah, in uh, Bear and Bells and Beckles on the 2nd of March. And there are just a few left for um, the 3rd in Chedgrave. Uh, but Wingfield sold out ages right, ago. Right. Shaftofwit.com. Um, yeah, uh, um, I might as well say this because the uh, we've seen the demographic data and it is uh, Norfolk and Suffolk heavy. So if you're around on February the 17th, um, come to either Southwold Art Centre or Gorston's Ocean Room to see a, a fantastic lineup of comedy, including the legend, which is Mick Miller headline. Tickets from WCBComedy.com. Oh, very nice. 
What a bit partridge. You, got, you had a bit of a radio voice yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Um, we're going to draw this one to a close. Is there anything else? Well, let's bring in our fantastic music. What's the name of the band? They were called Headful. Um, our next one will be next weekend, but uh, thank you so much for listening. We are absolutely stoked. Thank you for downloading and listening, and we're going to sign off now. Thank you, Pablo. Have a nice week, everyone. Thank you, Kai. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.